This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? November the 30th. What does that mean? It's the last day of November. Is that not totally awesome? What does that mean tomorrow? is? It's December 1st. 25 days till Christmas, but hey, let's celebrate Emmanuel Christ with us every single day, okay? And let's give God the glory, God the thanks. Tell him thank you when we see the decorations. And guys, guys, can I give you a freebie? It's not Happy Holidays. Oh yeah, it is Happy Holidays, but it's Merry Christmas. It's the Christ that's in Christmas. Don't get me started. You're like, Matt, I don't want to get you started, partner, because I know where that will go. Hey, today we're going to, thank you, thank you. Hey, today we're going to be in 2 Corinthians. Okay, let me look at the verse. Chapter 3, verse 15 and 17. Listen to this. It says this. Okay, it's talking about Solomon. He erected the pillars in front of the temple. Okay, one to the south, one to the north. The one of the south he named Jachin, and the one to the north he called Boaz. And you're like, Matt, he named the pillars of the temple. Is this the temple, God's temple? It is God's temple. It's like, why did Solomon name the pillars? He didn't name the pillars. God named the pillars, okay? And you're like, where are you going, Matt? What are those two names? Who are those two people? One is a king, one is a priest. And you're like, oh, but they're separate, right? Would you agree? One's to the north, one's to the south. There's only one person in the entire Bible, okay, other than the order of Melchizedek, which was a theophany, and that's some deep theology, okay, that was both priest and king. Who is that? Jesus. Each one had a role. There was a role of a king, and there was a role of a priest. Why is it, why is it that the king had to hear from God from the priest or the prophet, okay? That's a whole nother devotion in and of itself. And boy, I'd like to go there today. Oh! Does it make sense? You're like, yeah, it makes sense. How do I get into the temple? I got to go through the what? Through the pillars. How would I get to the Holy of Holies if I was allowed to go there in the Old Testament times? I would have to pass through those pillars. One was a priest, one was a king. How do I come to God the Father? Through Christ. That is the only person who is both priest and king. Do you understand? See, the Old Testament is a picture, okay, a shadow of what the New Testament is going to bring forth, okay? There was no way for you and I to get to God the Father. So what God is showing us is a picture back when Solomon is building the temple of the only true way that I can get to God the Father, okay? Exclusively, okay, exclusively through Christ. That's the only way. That's what those two represent. Now, if we go to the book of Hebrews, we have a picture of Christ because Christ, okay, was a priest by the order of Melchizedek. And you're like, well, who is that? It's a theophany. It's God. When you read about this, okay, this king, okay, that blessed Abraham, who is it that's blessing Abraham? It's God himself, okay? And when you read the, the description of this king, it could be no other than God showing up in life with us, okay, because it says he has no beginning and no ending. Well, who in the world, what king has no beginning and no ending? It's Jesus, okay, and so what that was was the theophany. So the order of Melchizedek, okay, is what we have on the left and the right of that temple, okay? Now we come exclusively through Christ to get in the temple. Now watch this very carefully, okay? Kings were allowed to do certain things in the Bible, and priests were allowed to do certain things, and prophets were allowed to do certain things, but there were certain things that God would only do through that office. Are you with me? Do you realize, watch this very carefully, could a king ever raise someone from the dead? No, they couldn't, what, why, why not? 
Because God gave that position to a prophet and a priest. If you were sick, where did you go? Did you go to the king? No. You went to the priest because it was a spiritual issue, okay? Who's the first person who ever raised someone from the dead? It was Elijah. Watch this very carefully. Who was the second? It was Elisha in the same manner. See, God is establishing. God is establishing his rule. How things are done. His script. The way it's pinned out. Does that kind of make sense a little bit? Meaning this. God, okay, determines what certain individuals are going to do in their office. So in order to get to God, I had to have a king who ruled everything. And I had to have a priest but I can never have both at the same time, other than Jesus Christ. Make sense? There's a story in the Bible where this king w went into the temple and the priests in there are like, what are you doing in there? He says, I want to burn incense. I'm the king. I can do what I want. Could he do what he want? Yeah. But is he going to pay the consequences? Yeah. So he goes in there and the priests are trying to push him away, saying, you can't be in here. You are not allowed by God to burn incense. And he says, I'll do what I want. And he goes to burn incense. He goes to light it. And as he does, he gets leprosy. Do you know that leprosy was what ended up killing him? And as soon as the priest saw the leprosy on him, they rushed him out of there. Why? Why, why? He was working outside of his office. Watch this very carefully. Do you know if we try to get to God outside of Jesus Christ or some other way, we're working outside of our office, we're, we're death warmed over, we have leprosy, which is a picture of sin, and we'll never make it to the Father? Do you understand? That, that's why he's showing you, you have to have both. Okay, the only person who is both is Jesus, no one else. It's not Solomon, he's a king, he's not a priest. It, you know what I'm saying? Aaron, what is he? He's a priest. What about Mo? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The only person who ever qualified, who is the Lamb of God, who is the way, the truth, and the life is King Jesus. He's the only way we can come to God. When we try to do it in and of our own selves, when we're trying to do it outside of the fold, we're rejected. See, commentary goes on to say this, and I think this is interesting. It is a picture of the two individuals, the two people, the two object lessons that God would use to represent the entrance into his presence, forming the foundation of Christ's church, meaning Christ alone. Crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Because people always try to come to God one way or the other. They come to God as creator, or they come to God as king, but you never have someone coming to God and selling out anymore as king and priest. It's nice. What I'm trying to say is this. Jesus, first and foremost, okay, to get you to heaven, to get you to the Father, he has to be priest over your life, meaning you have to accept the atonement. You have to be born again. You have to do it his way exclusively, not adding anything. If you're adding another belief system or doctrine to it, He's not the only way. You're hedging your bet. You're just like you're in Viva Las Vegas and you're betting all these different games. Try, well, I lost this one, so I'm going to bet double on this one and hopefully I'll be okay. And halfway through this one, you're losing, so you're betting triple on this one thinking I'll break even. Friends, it's Christ and Christ alone. I'm telling you, okay? Now watch this. If you're truly calling him Savior and he really is that in your life, he automatically is going to become master of your life. But you can't have one and not have the other. But it seems like a lot of us, we want to call him Savior, but do our own thing. You see what I'm saying? It's, cra it's crazy. You're like, Matt, that's crazy. That is crazy, okay? Okay, so can I ask you one more question? We'll close here. 
two pillars in front of Solomon's temple. You know what I'm saying? You understand that? You're like, Matt, yeah. You understand we can't get to God unless we go through the two pillars. Makes sense. Who are the two pillars? They're a picture of Christ, which is to come. Okay? He can do what I could never do. Okay? What are the two pillars in your life? What are the pillars of your life? When you look at your life, what is your belief system? What is your thought on? What are the pillars of your life? When you look at your life, what is your life about? What is it you think about the most? What are the foundational pillars of your life? Is it Christ? Is He Lord and Savior of my life? And He's King of my life? I mean, what are they? Or is it the world? Is it women? Is it money? Is it pornography? What are the things that you think about the most? Because most of the time, that is the pillars. That is the foundational system. And can I ask you this? When the storms come, will those pillars hold up? When you die, will the pillars that you based your whole life upon, will they hold up? Will they hold up? Or is it folklore? Is it legend? I mean, what are the pillars? What are they? Is it going to be able to go through the storm? Can it go through the tsunami? Can it go through death? Can it go through the fire like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Can you be thrown into the lion's den? How strong are the pillars that you're basing your assumptions on, your belief system on, your eternity on? What are those two pillars, okay? Because if I'm telling you this today, if they're the wrong pillars, you're going to open your eyes in hell fire. Do you want that? You're like, no. Matt, I don't want that. So many people I know, the pillars of their life are incorrect. They're absolutely incorrect. And if they were to die today, (gasps) take their last breath, they truly, okay, would open their eyes in hell, but they thought, look at, look at, look at, guys, look at, look at, look at, listen to me. If you've never listened to me once before, listen to me now. They truly thought the pillars, those foundational pillars of their life, what they were a part of, that's the pillars I'm talking about, what they were a part of, their belief system, they truly believed with all their heart that they were the correct pillars. But just like I couldn't get to the temple unless I had both those pillars, it's the same. You can never get to God outside of Christ. It's so sad. It is, it's truly the saddest thing in the world because it's Satan who comes to lie, steal, kill, and destroy he, he, he lied to them, and they listened. He, he lied to them, and, and they believed folklore. They believed what this person said. They never were grounded doctrinally, because if they were do- grounded doctrinally, and they understood the temple, if they understood the temple, and, and the furniture in the temple, and the pillars in the temple, and if they understood just this premise that Solomon could never raise anybody from the dead, if they could understand the premise that the ark of God can never be found, if they understand the premise, if you come any other way than Christ alone, and with any other belief system, with any other doctrine, with anything other than Him, that you're lost, you're lost. It's, it's terrible. What am I telling you me to do? I, I'm telling you to check out the pillars. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I was to come over and have a cup of coffee with you, i said, what are the pillars of your life? You're like, what are you talking about? What is it you believe? Tell me what you're a part of. What are you a part of? What do you believe? Where do you go? You know what I'm saying? It would tell me everything. And will they hold up? Or are they shifting sands? Oh my goodness. Or are they the rock? Do you think I could move this rock? Look at honestly, do you think I can move this rock? I can't move it, guys. That's how strong God is in my life. This is Matt from the Man Cave.